Hey guys, it's the Pretty Okay Gamers Podcast. We're just coming in hot today. I'm just kidding. But is that, how, is that how you're starting the show? Yeah, of course. This is the Pretty Okay Gamers Podcast, and I'm Justin. I'm Josh. And, and I'm Ed. <laughs> and I'm 100% sure that is the best take we've ever had. So um, yeah, how are yeah. you guys? I'm 50-50 on that take. I don't know. Uh, I'm okay. <laughs> You're okay? Are you confused at what just happened to you? No, I mean, you know, I got flustered by the lead-in, and then I had to, you know, just reorient that... myself, so I stepped away while you guys were talking there for a second. Oh, okay. I feel better now. That's okay. Good, good, good. I breathed in deep. Do, okay, should, we, should we mention any, any celebrations, or no? No, we should not. No. no. None no. of that. None of that. No. Okay, okay. No, this, just... is, this is All an right. anti-celebration club here. Okay, I just right. wanted to make sure. That's right. <laughs> Uh, what we're talking about is a celebration of uh, cyberpunk, obviously. Oh, um, yes. Mm-hmm. That, that is a new thing that has just happened, and everyone's going to be talking about it, but we will kind of talk about it later, so don't you people worry. We're, Actually, got it. I was celebrating uh, Attack on Titan because the new season comes out this week. Yes, it yes. does. I didn't realize it was the last season. Yeah, yeah. well, it's going to be in two parts, but hmm. yeah, yeah, it's the last season. Well, so I've you... only seen season one and two, so I'm behind. Oh yeah. my god, Josh. I um so good. I'm actually almost done with season two. Nice. And I gotta just get through season three. Oi. I really it. like that show. Yeah, it is yeah. it is good. It is a show that my friend showed me. Shout out to Stefan for being awesome. Uh but he showed it to me and I was like, This is silly. Why would I want to watch this? People are eating each other. This is weird. And then I got hooked and watched like an entire season or all, I think by the end of the weekend I had watched both seasons. This is pre Olivia, <laughs> but uh, I was hooked. Uh, yeah, it was so good. It's a good it, show. It gives me so much anxiety, though, for sure. Does it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, they definitely they're... don't seem to follow the typical Japanese tropes from anime, and so there, it, there's a sense of like, man, they could go any direction with this, right? Now. <laughs> yeah, they really could, and they usually do, which is kind of why I like it. But you know what doesn't go in every direction? Uh oh follow-up because it goes one direction that's a horrible segment. was that like a yeah Listen, it was really but was that like a music care. reference for the no for the i'm not episode? talking oh, okay. about one direction no <laughs> I mean, yeah there's uh, a band one direction yeah that's what uh, i'm talking about well no i i want to talk about a book that josh started reading and i thought finished i think just finished and now i'm reading too because you know friends don't do things right yeah i haven't I read guess. it yet because i'm just a horrible person what? Yeah. No, it has nothing to do I'm with definitely that. Absolutely true. I'm so bad about if, reading books. Whether or not you've read this book is definitely how I rate you on your yeah. morality as a person. Sure. You are, you are like, on the uh, you're a two out of ten because you've read none of the books. Anyway, the book we're talking about, the book we're dancing around, is called Blood, Sweat, and Pixels by Mr. Jason Schreier. Um, yes. who actually has his own video game podcast that I listen to that is pretty Trip- good. Um, yes. Anyway, Triple shout click. out to them. Um, Jason Trier is a reporter in the biz. He's been doing it a long time, so he knows a lot yes. of different people and a lot of people Correct. talk to him. And he wrote a book about 
various video game studios developing various video games and the time crunch that happens at the end usually and the commitment that people make to actually right. make yeah. these games and you know it's it's very in-depth and very enjoyable to read not enjoyable because of all the pain and misery but yeah. enjoyable to find out kind of that insider's look on what people go through to build these games totally, and yeah. make them and um yeah i really enjoyed the book and just tore through it and each chapter is a different game after yeah. he sets up the initial section mm -hmm. and you know just some of the highlights the um one of my favorite chapters is witcher three uh, pillars of eternity yeah uh destiny actually was really great because it was interesting to, to see the difference between old and new bungie and their <laughs> difficulty with their identity and breaking yeah. away from microsoft and all that I stuff look, so that's actually one of the ones i look forward to reading that and yeah Stardew. it was really good so, so yeah. the whole book was fantastic and uh really well written so i highly recommend it i did finish it last night and just um really looking forward to his next book so yes, yes and that one's called that. reset i think something something reset i'll have to look it up and actually yes. have the name ready <laughs> yeah and that one's more about the actual uh um re like the actual crunching of like the physical I, I think that's specifically on the uh, crunch time uh debacle or debate that we've or i wouldn't say the topic itself sorry that has yeah this on one is more about the actual development of the games and mm -hmm. the the other one is more about the effect that development has on their families, it seems like. Yeah. So something should be like interesting. That. Um, but yeah, it's totally credible. It's been recommended a couple of times to us. So um, I say us because I, I apparently I speak for the both of us, Josh. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's been something <laughs> that I have been meaning to read for a while. So well, uh, I, I was going to ask, is there like a picture book version of this? <laughs> there is audio There's a movie. <laughs> There's a movie. There's not a movie yeah, I like. There's not a movie. I was just saying it like Austin Powers because I felt like it. A movie. A yeah. movie. No, I, I might. Uh, I might actually pick that up and read it. It does sound pretty interesting. It's an easy read. Like it, it flows to the point where if somebody just like jumped right into the book, it's it, it's nice to read because it, it doesn't overly so, complicate everything. Wait, jump into the book? Is this like never-ending story? <laughs> no. You get what I'm talking about. Like, you just start, you just pick it up and read it, and you're like, oh, wow, this is actually really good. And then you can just fly through those chapters because it's it's well-written and flows very nicely. Uh, it's not like super in-depth <laughs> where you have to follow eight different types of character arcs and 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 try to remember the person that was killed four you know four pages ago when you can't even pronounce their name so no yeah this is much easier so, sorry <laughs> i'm Justin's having drunk um <laughs> i just had flashbacks to reading rainbow when you said jump into the book that was oh yeah times. <laughs> um, no, I, just, I just have uh, like ptsd from reading any of the pierce brown books does, <laughs> so does uh does, justin do you know what reading rainbow is no, I yes, I know what does. reading Rainbow is. I, I don't know. It of might have been before your time because, like, mm -hmm. no, I was probably when... like barely. I was probably still pooping in my diapers. But yeah, sure. <laughs> probably were. Yeah, I don't know. I was. I was just a, a young kid when that was out. Yeah, no, it it was still around when I was in the toddler age. So. I will say just real quick one Anyways. last thing about the book. I knew about all the games, and actually, I think all the games, with the exception of Destiny. Mm -hmm. were games that I've played and really enjoyed or love. Um, and it's really interesting to read about how they became games. Yeah. But the one that actually took me aside that I didn't even know about was Star Wars 1313. I didn't what? even know yeah. that was a thing. 
I had never heard of that before. Mm-hmm. Isn't wasn't that the game where it was something where you you go down this uh, elevator shaft or something? Yeah, it it's like you're criminals in yeah. Coruscant, and you take your ship down to the underworld and the various levels of the underworld, and you right. go down to the thirteen hundred thirteenth level of the underworld uh, on Coruscant. Wow. But that so, sounds exhilarating. But, but that game it never actually, actually looked came amazing. Out, right? No, it never came out. Yeah. So they tell you the story of why because um, don't ruin it. I don't just read. I wanna, it. Just I read. It. It's really, really good. Um, and <laughs> I, I had I no idea all that happened. So yeah, I remember the trailer for that, and I was like, I watched super, it today. It was amazing. Yeah, it's the super trailer was about incredible, it. and then it just disappeared. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he gone. <sighs> anyway, Got read the there. book. Good times. Yeah, I was. I was actually psyched about that game because. It was something that looked completely different than any other Star Wars game. Well, and it was the first time they had kind of returned to serious Star Wars games since all the flops before it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that was peak making fun of EA time. So, yeah, yeah, good times. Wait, there's no—I thought it's always peak time to make fun of EA. I don't know. Lately, they've been kind of listening to people, it seems like. What? I don't know. Squadrons, I— you know, think that looks amazing, and yeah, uh, Jedi Fallen Order was fantastic. And who knows? We'll see. Speaking of games, games, games. Let's talk about them. Let's talk about what we've been playing this week, shall we? Yeah. What have we been playing this week, Justin? Why don't you start us off? Oh, of course, no problem. I will start off. No problem. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, sir, from the main. Uh, wow, that was terrible. Anyways, yeah, that um, was really bad. I was gonna say thank you. Uh, the uh, extinguished guest from maine um i'm still watching west wing sorry uh oh no no no. (laughs) you're gonna gonna tie you're gonna tie west wing into this yeah i love that show for the second Uh, time the third time then then i'm gonna like sneak seinfeld in in here that's fine no one's one's gonna get that reference except you two so yeah you guys can talk about those references but anyways let's talk about the games that i want to play or that i am playing and one of them is hades and that is what i want to talk about because uh, I ended up restarting my session or restarting my game on the Switch, or at least I started fresh on the Switch, and it plays a heck of a lot better, in my opinion, uh, on the Switch. Even though it looks nice on the computer, um, it just feels natural on the Switch. So I've been really enjoying um, fighting through the same things I've fought through before, and even though I know of what I have to, like how I have to defeat those particular people, or uh, enemies i still still struggle um so it just shows like how you can build your character as you're going um still really good i know a lot of people are going to going to be all you know making comments about oh it's it's game of the year yada 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 uh i don't think it to my opinion it's not like my favorite game of all time and definitely isn't like a game of the year but it's really good game so still loving it still uh Still haven't beat the Minotaur and the dude with the spear that I can't think of it right now, but I'm getting there. That's... Yeah, I really had fun with that game a lot. I don't know that I'm eager to return, strangely. I'm, no, I'm not kind surprised. of feeling the same way I normally do, like I mentioned about, you know, a couple of weeks ago about roguelikes, where Rogues, yeah. I feel like I've seen a lot of the game, and then I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> But yeah. at the same time, I, I was very eager while playing it. I, I'm sure if I fired it up, I'd be like, yes, I have to play this more because I was very eager to see more of the story. And yeah. um, that's the part that I thought was absolutely fantastic about that game. So, yeah, yeah. it's great. You, it is a great game. 
Uh, definitely not my game of the it? year, just like you said. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I bought it for like the 20 bucks or whatever. Um, okay. Have I played it yet, though? No. <laughs> yeah, well, that was the other question. Yeah, I'm planning, I'm planning to play it. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any problem with like having a game that just you pick up and play and you're not necessarily playing every day I, I, the thing that's i'm with josh on this like i've always i've always tried to like roguelike i always get on get on it and i'm like okay let's 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 try and play this everyone's really liking it right now it's the talk of the, the town and i i play through it like for the first two two three sessions and and then i'm like oh i'll go do something else and i'll come back to it and you know, two months later comes by and i don't i haven't played it so um this is getting more it's, it's more important or at least is having more of an effect on me than Dead Cells did, uh, because Dead Cells just frustrated the heck out of me. So uh, I'm really, yeah, going to keep playing this, uh, but I will be starting Ocarina of Time probably tomorrow <laughs> so I can uh, play that game before end of Christmas, before Christmas comes, because then there's a more important game. I'm going to be jumping right on <laughs> it. I can't wait. Can I now, wait? Wh- which, um, which version of Ocarina of Time are you going to be playing? The 3DS. Ah, okay. 3D. This one, yes. I like that it's one. It's fantastic to play it that way. It's so good looking. Yeah, I had the Majora's Mask one too as well. I bought that at the same time. They're both of them. Very Which, cool. Yeah. What about you, Joshua? I have been continuing my journey through Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, and actually, journey is incorrect because I haven't really moved on in the story at all. I did exactly what I said I wouldn't be doing, and Ed said that I would be doing. And that is I'm sitting still, just enjoying meandering through the world and just skinning my hunting, uh, my hunted animals and uh, hunting down uh, bounties and doing various little things that have nothing to do with the story at all. So... I mean, just being in that world, it's gorgeous and fun, and um, man, it has hooked me. I am playing the absolute crap out of it and Good. loving every second of it, which is crazy um, because yeah, I'm not that's... a rock star fan. I mean, I I think they make a, incredible games, and they put a lot of heart and soul into their games, and um, probably some of the most popular games ever made. They just never were for me, and this one is definitely for me. It, it is, uh, it's got its hooks into me, and... I will never look at Westerns the same. I think it's really changed a lot of that for me, which is incredible. So you're just going to um, think everyone's going to kill you basically. Yeah. Like, oh, you're, yeah. They're going to kill you and steal all your stuff. Yeah. Now I say That's all that. exactly and, what happened to me though, too. Like when I was playing that, um, I just got sidetracked completely. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know what it is, but there's some loop that I'm stuck in that I'm just having so much fun Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, I think it's because the world is so gorgeous and alive that just riding around and um, just losing myself. I'm not even looking at the map sometimes. I'm just losing myself riding around. And then when it gets dark, I like make camp and then I'll eat and just hang out. And it's just gorgeous. It's like it's like having your own road trip, but on a horse. And it's just so beautiful. So and I love in a video game <laughs> and in a video game. Now I say that. There's stuff you have to be careful for of too. Like, I know when I was playing it and I was hunting some animal and it ran by a stagecoach and Mm -hmm. I ended up accidentally shooting the one of the guys on the stagecoach and instead of the animal. And of course, then, you know, they're like, (laughs) oh, you killed him. You're a murderer. We're witnesses. And then you got to like deal with all that. It's stupid. Yeah, I've had a couple of those Rockstar moments, that's what I call them, because I don't see any other video game like that where you can make mistakes on accident and then 
you're expected to like roll with them, which bothers yeah. the crap out of me. Um, yeah. Like I was riding too fast and didn't see it and ran into a stagecoach and the yeah. horses went everywhere and the stagecoach <laughs> got turned over and yeah. a guy died and the other guy got up and started firing at me and then the law showed him like, what happened? What is happening right now? Um, and I think this is where yeah. I fell off the first time where there's so much realism in the game. Sometimes it's like annoying. Um, and so, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I just want it to be a video game where I can just be cool, you know? And sometimes not looking cool and being embarrassed is not the best. <laughs> so, um, so have, I did you... run into a stagecoach last night that um, was the prisoner stagecoach, and they had, like, uh-huh. four lawmen. And I thought I thought that they were being... I thought that the lawmen, lawmen were killed and the guy in the stagecoach was going to be freed. So mm-hmm. I ride up, and there's guns firing all over the place i'm like oh i better save this guy or you know keep him from being freed because he's a criminal and the lawmen started firing at me so i thought they were the people trying to free this guy so i shot him all dead and then i realized that i just killed the law and um the prisoner opens the thing he's like haha thanks and i shot him i'm like no you're not going anywhere sit down so then i took all their stuff and rode away (laughs) i was like Ah, uh, I've totally misread that situation, but I made a profit, so thank you very much. So have, yeah. have you, like, done anything bad in that game? I have, and it's really easy to do bad stuff, <laughs> yeah. you know, and it's enjoyable, <laughs> uh, which sucks, because I hate it. Um, yeah, no, I, I find it very, very easy to slip into that. Like, this, uh, this guy gives you a map for a treasure, and the first time I... So I always save before I find one of those question marks, you know, because mm-hmm. you never know what you're going to be talking about or, like, whatever. Yeah. So I find this question mark where the guy gives you the treasure map, and he's about to leave for the East Indies or whatever he said he was going, going to do. Um, so the first time I went, went up to him, he started talking, and I said no to his map, and then I shot him and took all the stuff and took his horse and <laughs> sold it, um, which is terrible. So then I reloaded the game because I have conscience, and then I actually talked to him and paid him $10 for his map. You don't kill quest NPCs. <laughs> like the, you, they have anyway. that in Skyrim, too. You don't want to kill the quest NPCs. So yeah. I think this is where games like this are fun. You have this living world and you can just kind of dip into it and just lose yourself, which is great. Yeah. And I think that's why Skyrim was as good as it was as well. So it's the games like Spider-Man, which I loved Spider-Man, but once you get outside of the main quest or even some of the side quests, there's just these dots on the map that are the same all the time. Mm -hmm. And I get really tired of those repetitive open world games. So yeah. Anyway, I say all this, and I'm really enjoying the game, but I just deleted it tonight because for uh, my birthday, I received Ghost of Tsushima and also uh, Star Wars Squadrons, which I'm excited to play both of those. But I've been dying to play Ghost of Tsushima. And um, see, the same thing's happening to you that happened to me. Is yeah, I was yeah. playing Red Dead Redemption 2 for so long, and then some <laughs> other game came, came by and never went back to it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's like that meme where the guy is walking with his girlfriend. Yeah, pretty and much. Another girl walks by, and you're like, "What?" Yeah, it's pretty much. Pretty much. The thing about Red Dead, though, is it's it, it's a big game. Like it mm-hmm. was 115 gigs on my PlayStation. So in order to Wolf. make room for anything else, I deleted it. And I figured Ghost of Tsushima would be just as big, or or you know maybe even half as big. But it was 18 gigs. Oh wow! <laughs> so, really? Yeah, it was very tiny. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Same with Star Wars Squadrons, which I expected that game to be small, but it was 11 gigs. I wonder so. if it's just because I, I, I yeah, that's, that's shocking. Wow. Yeah. 
anyway um red dead redemption 2 very great game um i think that if i never return to it which i would love to and plan to if i never return to it i think i got a ton out of that game and definitely my money's worth it is gorgeous and so fun so yes. thank you rockstar ed right. sir ed so i i don't have anything super exciting because like i'm still playing the same game that i've been playing <laughs> for the past how many weeks um so yeah i'm still playing genshin impact um, and surprisingly enough, there was another update that came out in the past week. Man, they're killing Man, it. they're cranking through. Yeah. So, um... Good for them. They pushed out another event. Uh, it's just kind of like a mini event. But there's, like, these gliding courses that you can do right now. Uh, and there's a new one each day. And you get rewards for, for doing those. So, I've been doing that. And then, um... They just came out with another new character... And a new quest for him, which I recently got him because I've been saving up like all my Prima gems to try to get him. So I I got Zhongli, which um, I was super psyched about. So I'm trying to level him up right now. Um, I know a lot of people don't really care for him, um, but I liked his character in the story. And um, there's kind of this thing where every time they bring out a new character... Everybody hates the new character. And then, like, a week later, they see the, you know, pro gamers actually show how to play the character. And then they're like, oh, that character's... Oh, I just sucked. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Like, it it, it seems like a lot of people just don't know how to play the character straight off the bat. But, um, so, yeah, I got uh, Zhongli and super excited about that. So... Uh, like I said, that's awesome. Congrats. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm still free to play. I haven't been dumping like tons of money in like a lot of other people have been, but, um, so there are some characters that I missed out on because I was specifically waiting for this one character. Um, there's another character I'm waiting for too. So I'm probably going to save up resources for that as well. But yeah, other than that, um, that's pretty much my game. Sorry. It's so short. No, no, but that game is fantastic, and I'm still so shocked by the fact that it's free. <laughs> it's yeah, incredible. free nine and nine. Good, that, good to them. Good job on them. Thank you for that awkward pause, guys. I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I was, I was taking a sip of coffee. I was gonna say <laughs> something else, but you know, never mind. That's no, fine. It's fine. It, 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 what's What's not awkward is the next stop, next topic, which is news. So before we get to that, I want to make one mention, and that is that a a game came out this last week called Immortals Phoenix, shoot, Immortals Phoenix Rising, Rising. is what it's called, yes, thank you very much, Um, and it also has a play on the whole Breath of the Wild, climb anything style, with a little bit more added for combat. And it's funny because Genshin Impact looks way better and plays way better from what I can tell. I haven't played Immortals, but I watched somebody playing it and it just, it seems more polished and just well put together. Whereas Immortals seems more janky. I don't know. That's the best word I can use. Immortals seems like somebody at Ubisoft said, well, we could build a Breath of the Wild game. Watch this just to prototype (laughs) it. And then the, the CEO was like, well, actually, that looks pretty good. Just release it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Anyway, I just find that interesting that we have a company that has, you know, I don't know, multi-millions, multi-billions, and they can put together a lesser game than Gensh- Genshin Impact, which is not even paid for. So it's funny. I'll be honest. Like, Ubisoft, I'm 
usually never really too thrilled with their games, to be honest. No, no. In the last, I would say, I don't know, 10, five to 10 years, they've gone yeah. down the toilet. That's been poop. Total. Yeah. yeah. Even when they were making stuff for the Wii, like when the Wii came out, um, some of their games just weren't that good. No. Yeah. Anyway, sorry to make the comparison, but I just felt like pointing that out. Good job, Genshin Impact. And now to the news. And now to the news, the news, the news. <laughs> uh, so Cyberpunk came out, or, well, is coming uh, out? No. Is coming out. Is coming out. Yeah. It'll be out when this is released. That's I, probably, yeah. I know some people got their pre-orders shipped early to them, so they were playing them before they were supposed to, but... Whoops. Yeah. Yup. But, Oops. uh... I I pl- I probably end up getting it for the PS4 when it when I can and I have time <laughs> to play this game uh because as Josh I think mentioned in our group chat uh that you would as you can actually upgrade that to the and play it on PS5 for free so as in like you'll get the upgraded graphics and whatnot so that's a benefit for me um but are you guys going to try and play this are you guys going to be a part of the uh the movement right now (laughs) so there's something that i kind of heard and i don't know if it's a rumor but um so i know like eventually they're probably going to have the ps5 uh 5 pro because the Mm. whole patent thing um yeah but on top of that i heard that once the ps5 pro comes out um they're going to be releasing another version of cyberpunk that uh, can run on the PS5 Pro that can't run on the older systems. So, yeah, I'm sure. Like, I don't know. I, I'm, sure, I, I'm sure because, you know, they've been building this game for how long? And they've yeah. been targeting the PlayStation 4. And unfortunately, because they kept pushing it back, and I'm sure not by their choice with COVID and everything, now they're hitting right when we're changing over to PlayStation 5. And yeah, they're saying you can play the PlayStation 5 version. I'm putting version in quotes. But it's really the same game, and the PlayStation 5 is adding a ton more hardware. I'm sure they didn't spec it out for the new hardware. I'm sure they're just making a couple tweaks to make it look just a little bit better, and that's the PlayStation 5 version. So the one that takes full advantage of PlayStation 5, I'm sure they won't have until much later, like as a remastered or something. See, I thought they were originally planning on it being for PlayStation 5, but then also included PlayStation 4, and that's why it got delayed. Because oh, they had... you're right about that. Yeah, I'm wrong. They... They had to, um, like, tweak it for the PS4 so it would run on the PS4 because it was so no, powerful. I think it's in between a little bit what we both just said because I think that they knew it was going to be on PlayStation 4 for a long time. In fact, that's where the pre-order was. There wasn't even a PlayStation 5 version to pre-order. Um, and so that's why it was so kind of comical when they came out and said, well, we're not quite done with the PlayStation 4 version. We need to tweak it. So I don't know. Who cares? So I thought they the were bottom line like is, it's not going to take full advantage of the PlayStation Five. I don't think, and I think they will have to re- get the remaster to get like the ray tracing and stuff. <laughs> That's um, my 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 guess. Because I know the PC version comes straight out with ray tracing. Oh, okay. Well, so, then yeah, I'm wrong. Nice. Who knows? Um, right. Who knows? And I bet. I'm... I bet. I know who knows is. Um, the company that made the game <laughs> probably Whoa, CD Red. Wow. they probably know who knows well, that is a good assumption probably <laughs> i'm probably gonna get it on pc to be honest i would love to i don't think my pc can handle it yeah. anymore i think yeah, my I mean, pc is too long in the tooth at this point mine I'm, probably can't handle it either but yeah i'm gonna I, I'm try a, i'm i'm kind of <laughs> stuck in i'm stuck in a weird spot where i don't know if i want to 
I because I don't have a really a, game, a PC that would be able to play it either. I really don't have one. I just have the iMac, and uh, I just I anticipate myself just getting it for the console. So yeah, um, which is fine. I mean, I'm yeah. I mean, I I I feel that it's fine as well, and it's it's the correct answer that it's totally fine. I yeah feel the irrational side of me inside going no get it for the pc that's the right way there's no right way to do it (laughs) self for goodness sake um the one thing i did want to mention there's some reviews out already for it and a lot of reviews are saying that it's amazing i think ign gave it a nine out of ten and said it's amazing they're all saying that it has bugs but of course there's no way it's gonna not have bugs and that's something they can fix um, later on but uh some of the reviews are kind of pointing to it being just a normal video game that has a lot of um open world to it so yeah. i don't it looks know like who knows it, <laughs> it looks like it's gonna have a better launch than um assassin's creed valhalla which i guess <laughs> which is like a, 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 a s show so <laughs> well <laughs> like there has been yeah. nothing but bad things coming out from like just so many bad bugs and it's an, it's amazing mm. it is truly amazing all i know is keanu reeves is in it and you yes can, you yes. can you can get pierogies per, so. and and in 2021 we will be able to watch the matrix the fourth uh the fourth episode uh, sorry the fourth wow the fourth movie in the series at the comfort of our own home so i'm happy that has no relevance but just because you said you know so oh oh, oh okay okay i got you <laughs> yeah it was a stretch yeah uh is there anything else in the news <laughs> no, I mean, i'm, I'm surprised i'm surprised you didn't mention the bill and ted movie that we could watch at home because he was in that <laughs> no because that is yeah no what, what's wrong with bill and ted everything is, is wrong Old enough to associate oh. Keanu Reeves with uh, Bill and Ted, he's associates no. him with the Matrix. Listen here, see that's where I first saw him was Bill and Ted. Same. <laughs> that was a long time ago, though. Yeah, it was. Oh, and my. obviously, it's much better than the Matrix. Um, or I hold on, <laughs> hold hold on. In Speed, I saw Speed too. Oh man, both of them. Speed. Sorry, Speed and Speed Two. I forgot well. that movie existed, and now <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go kill myself because that movie exists. What? Those are great movies. <laughs> the Come first on, one was, was just, pretty good. Yeah, the second can't was go not home good. 45. Driving a bus, like, <laughs> come on. It was so good. I loved that. I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. Um, is there anything <laughs> else you guys want to talk about in the news? I think that's it. We better get out of here. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's, sure. let's, you know, pull the e-brake and slide into, uh, oh, the boy. break. Really? Come on. Uh, oof, oof. Let's slide into the break. Phrase, and, phrasing. Oh, oh. Phrasing. <laughs> well, yeah, we could be talking about Tokyo Drift, which is clearly the greatest, uh, Fast and Furious movie ever. You always got to get it in there. But I always got to get in there. So mm-hmm. let's move into a break and then we'll come back and talk about our topic. Sounds good. Today, uh, we're going to be talking about my favorite, how do you say, my favorite music memories. No, that's, that's this is a really bad <laughs> intro. Um, this is such a special just, episode. You're really, just read, just read, just read what's on the, the game music that created memories. There you that, go. That's what we're going to talk about. And I like, I like to not read off the script sometimes, which we don't have one. Uh, but yeah, this is a really exciting episode because we're going to do it in three parts. Each of us is going to have their own, um, episode where we talk about that. We're talking about music from games, video games that we've played 
that uh, have created memories. And specifically, we're talking about like particular pieces of the music. So there's going to be um, several games probably uh, revisited from one of us or all three of us. That and each of them has a particular song or a score or uh, anything like that, a theme song from that uh, that game that we'll talk about. So I got I, I volunteered myself to go first because I was really excited, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I just want to put out there that there are only there is only two Halo references here. <laughs> so um, hey, hey, no, that's okay because Halo. Even though I don't really like the games, Halo has a very good soundtrack. I will yeah, the music that. is fantastic. Yes. So, uh, is there anything you guys wanted to add before we jump in? I wanted to add, and this is going to sound terrible. Uh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. I'm going to add that um, I'm really excited about these episodes, and I really appreciate that you volunteered to go first so that we can get this really started. Um, I want to add that I consider this important and interesting and i don't plan on really wanting to make fun of the stuff that you have or that anybody has on their list i really want to try and feel how that music really you know i don't know affected you at the time so yeah um even though i see a lot of pokemon on your list i plan on just one pokemon (laughs) song on here and it's it's actually a very iconic uh song yes yeah. Anyway, that's Sorry, my point. Is that I don't. Jerk. <laughs> no, I, I I wasn't planning on making fun of any of these. If that's what same, you're about. same, same. No, yeah. I wasn't worried about you. I was worried about me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm talking to myself. Um, no, <laughs> yeah. So I I just wanted to point that out that this is not going to be like a jokey jokey thing. I actually am really really excited to hear the picks that you guys have and and the moments that always come up when you hear these songs. So um, really looking Perfect. forward to this. So without further ado, Justin, please yeah. start us off. Uh, in, in typical Justin fashion, I'm going to start off with a Halo song, but uh, not the one you're probably thinking of. Um, so for me, okay, I think contrary, or not, I shouldn't say contrary, but uh, it, Halo ODST to me is actually a really underappreciated game in the series. And it's not because of the gameplay and whatnot. It's actually because of the musical compilation that they have that literally, compilation, sorry. Uh, that marries like this sweet, smooth jazz and piano pieces in, and particularly there, um, there's a there's a specific scene where you're entering New Mimosa where everything is basically destroyed, and I remember just like walking in and going, "Wow, this this the scene is heavy because there's nothing physically moving, uh, everything just seems abandoned, and like this sweet jazz." slow jazz hit like it hits you right away and it kind of like catches you off guard because you're like wow this is not halo what is this because you're used to in halo and we'll talk about later Halo has a lot of uh, string uh, string pieces. Like, there's a lot of heavy uh, string pieces in, the, in the, the games. It has a lot of, like, brass. Like, it's a lot of heavy-hitting music because it's exciting. Like, really epic action. music, yeah, I would epic. say. Yeah. This is just, like, this smooth, kind of you're walking through unknown uh, parts because everything's dark and 
um, you're, you don't really have a lot of contact with any humans at all throughout this whole process, and you're basically on your own. You're ODST, or your secret, you're like the special forces. So uh, it's really good. Um, I actually have the soundtrack in one of my playlists that I listen to on regular because it's just that good. Um, and it's definitely a different pick, I think, for some people. Uh, but yeah, that's certainly one. I, have you guys ever, I can't remember if Josh, if you've ever even played ODST. I have not. It's on the list um, of the Halo games that I'd like to try. I did play Reach, but not ODST. Yes. And you always talk about it being your favorite, um, which yes. I think has more to do like you said, with the moments that you had with it, rather than yeah. maybe that being like amazing gameplay or or groundbreaking from the series. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Pretty interesting stuff. That I mean, I just read that ODST and Reach were the two that they were, um, the original Bungie team were contractually obligated to complete after leaving Microsoft. So that was still made by them, which is pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah, exactly. And I've never uh, played ODST, but. I know the soundtrack because it, it comes up on my uh, Pandora because I have a station for video game music and Halo music tends to come up a lot. Yeah, it does. Yeah, same. I, and I, I'm glad that Pandora does that because I don't think I would have heard it any other way. And there's some fantastic scores in there for sure. Yeah, I mean, the uh, the more iconic ones are going to be like the original Halo um, theme song and... Uh, there's parts of like the es- escape towards at the very end. So there's like a bunch of uh, pretty common ones, but that is probably one of my favorites. Uh, and I'll talk about another one later, but um, I guess, are you okay with just like kind of moving on yeah. to the list? No, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so yeah, what's, uh, what else you got there? Yeah. So, and the, the next one, and this is what Ed and I were talking about, or Ed was talking about earlier. Uh, one of the most iconic, I guess, from one of the original uh, Pokemon games was Lavender Town. Mm-hmm. I and, actually remember this song. <laughs> yeah, and so as a kid, I mean, I was, gosh, I, I don't want to make you guys feel old, but like I was maybe seven, seven or eight when I was playing this. Maybe. Are you kidding me? Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Wow. Um, I remember this. I could not listen to this. I had to turn it down because it creeped me out because I'd be playing this game late at night when my parents would go to sleep because I was addicted to it. and. If I was ever in Lavender Town, I would get this weird, uh, creepy feeling um, because it, it's a very off-putting sound. Um, so once you're listening to it as I'm talking now or it has already finished, um, it sounds like this, like someone's skipping around notes and someone's either hitting like the sharp keys instead of uh, staying on, on in tune. It's It's just really off-putting, but yet it's memorable because uh, it's very um, unique. And um, I'm assuming you've heard it and, and then played through it, so what was like your first impression when you heard it? I mean, I m- uh, mostly heard it through memes and stuff on the internet. That's <laughs> how <laughs> so I know it's better. so iconic. But because um, yeah. I have actually never played Red and Blue, my first oh, Pokemon man. was um, I think it was Ruby and Sapphire, right? Yeah, on uh, Game Boy Advance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I remember it, and I again, I when the first time I played Red, I didn't get to that part by myself until much later in life. But I remember it from playing recently, more recently, I should say. Yeah. And um, it really sticks in my brain because of how unnerving it is. It just it gets in your mind. You're like, oh, mm. stop it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's supposed to do that because it's yeah. you're in a, a location where the ghost your the ghost Pokemon are the predominant Pokemon in the area. You have the Pokemon Tower there, so uh, yeah, it's. I'm sorry, not the Pokemon Tower. It's uh, this. I can never pronounce the name of the company. Um, but regardless, it's uh, it's definitely off-putting. And two, it's kind of funny. There's a lot of speculation about that song about playing it in reverse and some demonic it, it's just insane like there was like this it, this group of people who are parents specifically that thought this this song was supposed to be like a an entryway to demonic worshiping it was this insane um because of how weird it sounded um which i guess shows you how much 90s parents were paying attention to video games God, don't um, they know that D&D is the entrance to yeah. demon hell for goodness I, sake I I remember that <laughs> yeah, which is funny because uh, not to be off topic because that's that's fine. Uh, the uh, <laughs> the new uh, what's it called? Uh, Stranger Things is supposed to be focusing on specifically that. Yeah. The, the, so I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. Well, that was definitely a thing, and uh, I still have trouble telling people that I play RPGs. So, um, I, what's interesting about this song is it, like you said, it fits that what you're doing in the game so well and it just highlights again how much nintendo and um the first party developers did with the game boy that you're like how did they pull this off with nothing like there's nothing to work with on this thing there's no memory there's no sound you're making tinny sounds out of nothing and somehow they pull it off it's incredible yeah and if you listen to the uh, evolution of this song uh, through the different versions of pokemon like red and blue so like fire red leaf green and then uh other games uh like pokemon let's go pikachu and Eevee. like uh, i think they're I'm missing one other one in between um but uh maybe soul silver that's what it is soul silver and um heart gold they all sound different so they've changed it throughout and each time they've changed it it's got it's still still creepy <laughs> But it it sounds even more ominous, uh, or sorry, it sounds less ominous than the most recent. Uh, I think because of probably trying to appeal to other kids or younger generation again, but appeal to not freaking kids out when they hear that song. Because I would be curious to see if they would ever put that kind of a creepy noise in a <laughs> current game. Here, kid, so. play this. Ah, ah, what is this? Oh, <laughs> so, and Ghost Pokemon were creepy and scary, man. When you were... I still stand by the first Pokemon game was brutal. In a lot of ways, it just like your rival was out to really beat the crud out of you, and like Smell the first battle, you can lose really easily, and oh, you know it just you. was a, a more brutal experience than the current ones. Yeah, I finally beat that. So uh, yeah, again, um, yeah. So that that is definitely one of my favorites, uh, and probably the only favorite I have out of Pokemon, because um, the rest of them are just they're good, but this one in particular is pretty interesting. Um, the next one for me uh, was a no-brainer um, because, as a someone who likes, we'll call it, uh, I grew up starting to listen to metal when I was younger, uh, and then it progressed into what it is now. But uh, I really, 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 really will never forget the first time I heard the Halo Two theme song when Steve A Five A Five A Whatever. 
um, and everyone's going to yell at me now that I said that, that <laughs> guitar riff hits like right at the end, like right at the start of the, the uh, shift into the, the typical, the typical halo sound. just so like i don't know how to explain it it just makes it sound that much more cooler like then it's like yeah i'm about to go shoot some aliens with two smgs this time um (laughs) it's epic and i know you guys have heard this before um yeah because that was also the same time they introduced like a bunch of metal bands or like rock bands like breaking benjamin on this album had uh blow me away that was a song oh i like that song a lot Right, so they had a lot of, and they actually did a bunch of songs in um, Halo Two. Just they were just instrumentals. Um, so yeah, it was it was really cool. But that song really made Halo Two special in itself because it had this awesome guitar guitarist just r- rip it throughout the entire um, song, and it was actually ad lib, like he was just making up making it up as he was going. So that was the best part, uh, and it sounds great. So. That's really cool. I think, um, like you mentioned before, Ed, uh, this song has come up in Pandora for me. And I think mm-hmm. yeah, because I've never, so because I'd never really played these games until three and then later on later games, um, I was shocked when it hit Pandora. Like I had heard the normal riff, uh, normal song with the piano and the strings and, and it's a really awesome theme, yeah. but then yeah. this one hits you and you're like, I was like, what is this? This is even better. Yeah, so, I, I remember. I remember the first time I heard any Halo soundtrack. Like I was driving around in my car, and I had Pandora on, and this music just came on, and I was just like, "Wow, this music's really good." What is this? And I <laughs> happened to glance over and saw it was Halo, and and I was like, "Ah, Halo!" Ah, shucks, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got me. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Well, that's that's actually good. That makes me laugh. Um, yeah, it's, I I could totally see that. Um, I just I picture Ed's driving in his car, and he just finished listening to the Bohemian Rhapsody, and then this song comes on. <laughs> he's like, "What is this?" Well, no, um, it probably would have been like the Black Mages or Mini Bosses, and then yeah. this would have come on. True, true. Um, yeah, so that is that is. Unfortunately, you don't. I don't think I've ever after the Halo ODST. I don't think there was really any other music for me that made any, or for Halo that made a, a really big impact. But um, yeah. But uh, the next one, which I know all of us have heard, and I know specifically <laughs> Josh. Oh yeah. Um, and it's kind of a easy one to throw out there, and I'm surprised you didn't stop me from using this one, but. Uh, I when I was in middle school and the high school, I really played a lot of World of Warcraft. I used it as a escape from uh, I don't know being a pubescent teenager. I don't know. Uh, it no, was just something I, I understand for sure. Yeah, so I oh, really sure, loved. Yeah. I had uh, I'll paint the pictures. I still had a Nightmare Before Christmas beanie. Um, I only had band tees. That's all I wore. Uh, <laughs> So, like, this is literally all I was doing with my life is playing World of Warcraft and listening to music that my parents, well, my mom thought it was crazy. But uh, 
the theme song for a while, specifically the login screen, uh, every time I hear it, it just brings me back to that time of the hours and hours and hours and hours and hours I spent grinding through that game and meeting new friends that I continue to talk to occasionally from time to time uh, from playing that game, from joining the guilds and, and, and it's always going to be something that I really like and, and get, make, you know, put a smile on my face when I hear it because uh, one, it's good. I mean, that's self-explanatory and is on my continued repeat list of musical scores from games or, you know, game scores and things like that. Uh, but it brings, it hasn't really changed <laughs> over time. Uh, and you still get to hear it if you jump in and uh, start to play uh, World of Warcraft, which I think is still pretty cool. changes from time to time when they have like the new expansions like legion and um battle for azeroth and things like that and now shadow lands um but that song will always remain super iconic for that game because it's strong heavy hitter and just gets you in the mood to start uh uh fetch questing so (laughs) things like that Uh, accurate (laughs) that is pretty accurate so yeah speaking of wow um it just it's I find it funny because Final Fantasy fourteen has always gotten slack for um kind of mimicking the expansions that WoW came out with. Um hmm. and recently the most recent expansion of fourteen was uh Shadowbringers and then yeah. um so. WoW kind of picked at them by making their next expansion, uh what was it, Shadowlands? Shadowlands. <laughs> That's yeah. the new one, yeah. And um <laughs> Square actually gave them kudos, I think, on Twitter um, for having such a good launch with their most recent <laughs> expansion. So yeah. they kind of that's poke funny. fun at each other all the time. I think that's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think WoW, hmm, how do I put this? I think WoW has surpassed its peak in a lot yes. of ways, um, at least for me, for sure. And uh, I definitely have very fond memories at different times of my life with this game. Right. Um, there's be- definitely better ones out there, but you know, you spend enough time in a world and you're like, man, I, I miss it in some ways. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, every time I hear it, I, I want to get back in. Every time I see a commercial, every time I see uh, someone mention the word wow, like it, <laughs> it's, <laughs> like an, it's like this uh, tick that you just go, oh, oh no. Oh no, here's that feeling again where I just, I need it. I need to get back in. Because when Legion came out, Legion uh, ruined me, I think. I think because it was just so good. It made everything good and everything I hated about WoW fixed it. Everything I really liked about WoW, I made it better and shoved it into this game with updates and it was like perfect. Um, And minus the thing that I had to pay, you know, every month. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, that will always have a big part of my life because i started to play this is my my really big uh apart from runescape and all the other rpgs this is the first rpg or mmorpg that i one paid for to uh put more than like 200 plus hours easily 
uh, in. So uh, there is, I don't want to even know. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm in the days when I lo- last logged off or checked in, like how long I've been playing. I'm pretty sure I was in days. So um, it had to have been. Oh, for um, sure. Uh, the other, and then finally, the last of the WoW songs, because I had to pick two. Uh, the City of Orgamar, because I started out playing Horde, and I had specifically spent a lot of my time in the city uh, not knowing where I was supposed to fly to <laughs> uh, and where to go and how to get there. And so I remember going through the commons and like the general chat and the songs playing in the background. It's pretty, um, a pretty... Uh, yeah. tribal is the word I'm looking for. I remember it. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a bunch of like timpanis hitting and big drums and things like that and uh, you have general chat going insane about <laughs> God knows what and I'm like, guys, I just, how do I get here again? And then everyone just flames you because, you know, you're some scrub. You're new. So That song always makes me think of how stupid I was when I first started playing that game and how uh, unfriendly that city really was. Um, and another reason why I don't play Horde anymore. So, I think this is uh, um, probably the same for me, but on the other side, I, I have always played Alliance. And yeah, so yeah. when I hear uh, Teldrassil, the music from Teldrassil, uh, it mm-hmm. just brings me right back same same thing i mean i spent a lot of time there so yeah <laughs> yeah those those timpanis are the drums sounding i think is are the yeah the drums that sound in there are pretty pretty intense um classic classic one i hope you don't mind if i just keep w- walking through these no please uh, this is great oh, yeah it's great the, i saved the best three for last um the the next one is actually a bigger shift or a different shift in the type of gameplay but uh stardew valley has really i think for me when i first started playing stardew valley it didn't click like it did for everybody else and i think josh and i have talked about this in one of our late earlier earlier episodes um but it took me a while for it to click and it only really clicked until last year yeah last year around the time olivia was before olivia was born and then during the time she was born um but the the soundtrack for stardew valley by far overall is awesome great having in the background always have it in the background it's um soothing but also um amazing that one guy was able to assist or i don't know if he actually made the whole soundtrack himself. he did yeah yeah okay well that makes it even Which better incre- because incredible incredible <laughs> uh because not only does he do uh, he has there are several songs there's also several renditions of those songs based on the person uh, but the specific one that I like the most because it's the most calming and where I think I spent most of my time getting things I actually was happy to get because winter in Stardew Valley is the perfect time for you to do all the fun stuff <laughs> like go down the mines or go dungeon crawling and getting all the fun stuff that upgrades and things that you couldn't really focus on while you're just trying to plant your seeds. But the the specific song Winter Nocturne of Vice uh, is... Uh, super calming to me because it was a time where one, I was getting all the fun stuff, but two, physically in my life, um, things were starting to click sort of, I guess this is sad, not sad. That's not the word (laughs) I want to use. 
things were starting to click as a parent. Like I was starting to real feel confident as an individual of being a dad. And so uh, this particular song, uh, every time I heard it, because this was around the time Liv was probably, I don't I can't remember, uh, maybe two months where I was like, yeah, I'm getting the hang of this. And then it was shattered the next month because, you know, <laughs> babies. <laughs> so, but this song was just had a special place because one, it's great. Two, um, it's my favorite part of Stardew Valley, the season in Stardew Valley. And three, uh, I was able to uh, enjoy a, a part of my life while uh, my, my my daughter was born in the early stages of her life too. So uh, this song will always have a part, a special piece of my heart i know not to get sentimental but um this this one is a is a really good one i uh i love this game I played a bunch of it, but not as much as you have. And I actually have not gotten to winter yet. And this song is oh awesome. Gosh. I have not heard this before. Yes. So. You need to listen to it. I would just strongly suggest taking the album and playing it and just listening through it. You can yeah. skip through some of like those band songs that he has in there, um, which are fine, but um, the different versions of, or different pieces for each season are, are really like just awesome. Yeah. yeah. I totally need to play this game too. I keep hearing everybody <sighs> talk about it and I've never played it. You got it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's uh it's really special. Stardew Valley is great because there's so much to do and you can just choose to do what you want. And it doesn't it's not obtrusive. Like it doesn't matter if you do nothing or how right. what you do. It's just fun to pick and choose and just enjoy. I, I'm not describing it well enough there. It's it's just so I, I personally just fell into it and just played and just really loved it. It's just yeah. so nice and endearing. It definitely doesn't have any sort of there's stress, obviously, why well, I made stress up for it, but uh, you can definitely just sit in that <laughs> game and not play and just listen to the sounds and music and things that go on. And, oh, yeah, uh, I bet. It's awesome. Uh, and the colors and everything. But the music itself is, I think, what adds to that factor. And in that song, Winter, Nocturne of Ice, is definitely uh, one of my favorites. But now, let's talk about the real good stuff. <laughs> oh, because Ed's going to agree with me on here, so I'm sorry, Josh. Oh, yeah, uh, that's okay. For sure. But for me, Kingdom Hearts, and we've, I've said this a gajillion times, Kingdom Hearts, the first one and second one, both will always, always, always be very important to me because my parents and I would play it together. They would sit with the strategy guide, and I'd play, and we'd go walk through the entire game. Oh, um, wow. So, yeah, so those two games uh, mean a lot to me, you know, especially because um, that was like the first time my parents wanted to do that and it became a thing that we did every like x amount of days like during the week so um the reason why i wanted to talk about that now is that the two songs and i know they're the theme song so it's kind of a cop out but first like i don't know if i would consider it a theme song but it is but um for the first one simple and clean uh, which is technically a re the remix simple and clean remix and uh, Ed, do you know how to pronounce her, the lady's name? Is it Hikaru Utada? Yeah, Utada. Hika- um, Hikaru Utada. Yeah, so she uh, is fantastic, first of all, um, and has made all of the th- has made all the th- or at least three of her songs are the three theme songs for uh, the the uh, Kingdom Hearts one, two, and three. Um, yes, I said tree. <laughs> uh, 
But anyways, Simple and Clean remix. Every every time I think I've heard it, it brings me back to those those nights that I'd be playing uh, Kingdom Hearts with my parents. And same thing with Sanctuary. Um, but specifically, if you're watching the video for both of these, uh, Simple and Clean and Sanctuary. Um, you mean like the intro yes the game yeah. correct to the intro into the, the game like basically when you start it or if mm-hmm. you do the intro trailer i think it'll show the what i'm talking about but it like walks th- goes through this like weird ah, dream trip mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> for sora <laughs> uh and then uh it it's just such a a weird but moving point because it's like him trying to find out who he is. Is this even real life? Like, what is going on? Why is it happening to him? What? Is, who are his family? Who are his friends? Songs are super uh, impactful, even though Simple and Clean talks about meeting your father, and it's, it's like more of like a dating song <laughs> to me. Uh, <laughs> but Sanctuary itself has this like uh, it's talking about this this safe place, this this home. finding it and like that's what the second one the second game itself is not necessarily that but um it just kind of like permeates throughout the entire game but these two songs simple and clean sanctuary uh are really catchy um there's like really great covers of them by various people but when you hear the original it's it's they're special they're um they get stuck in your head and i've been singing simple and clean yeah, that literally gets all stuck day. in my head now too. Uh, and the remix is good too because they also make uh, like remixes of it, or at least she does with other people, and uh, they're catchy, even more catchier somehow. If that's even possible. And unfortunately, the most recent one that she did, uh, what is it? Uh, what's the "Face My Fears" as the Kingdom Hearts three one, and it has Skrillex with it, which isn't my favorite, but you know, whatever. But it's still good. You don't like Skrillex? I, um... No, it's okay. I played the fifth, so... <laughs> I like Personally, some of their stuff, but not all of their stuff. What you mean Skrillex being the one person Sunny Moore? Who is originally the singer from, from first to last, but let's not, you know, throw, wow, throw you shade know, over you here. you know more about Skrillex than I do. <sighs> no, I was just saying that he did better not being Skrillex is what I was trying to say in his previous endeavors. No, no, sorry. I didn't mean to come off that. Anyways, yes, Kingdom Hearts music's awesome. Blah, 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 blah. Suck it. All you haters. Uh, uh, (laughs) I've only heard the Simple and Clean song. Um, uh, Let's see. Where did I hear it? I think for the, is it 2.8 remix they did? I think they used this song, or was it 1.8? I can't Simple remember. Simple and Clean's from the very first game. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, it's weird. Never mind then. Um, yeah. You're wrong. 
Yeah. I Sorry. just remember yeah. watching one of the trailers with my kids and them being really into it. And the song was, was fantastic. So both these yeah. songs, I'm listening to them as you're talking. They're both really good. So good job to them. Yeah, because yeah. sim- Simple and Clean is what plays during the intro, which then leads into the tutorial of the game. Right, exactly. Um, nice. And then Sanctuary, same same thing, um, but for Game Hearts 2. Uh, I'm excited for Ed to talk about his other song that he's going to talk about, hopefully. But I, obviously, we'll wait for for his episode. Yeah, but of course. Ke- Kingdom Hearts has awesome music. Uh, more, I guess, more or less uh, very iconic. Uh, a music that I uh, remember fondly because of the times that I was playing with my parents. And uh, that is why it is always going to be regardless of the third one being my least favorite and still yet the one I've bought the most. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, still like one of my favorite franchises ever. So, No, I think, yeah. that, I think that's pretty cool that your parents played that with you because, I mean, growing up, I think the only game that mine played with me was probably like super mario brothers yeah i think josh had the same experience yeah and then after yeah that, mine played like... um super mario with me but um one of the reasons legend of zelda is so special to me is that the original one we rented a couple times and my parents played with me on that game and i was like five or something so really important yeah. memories for the for that game for sure wow you nice. guys had much better childhoods than i had apparently <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah, my parents my parents didn't really uh, game with me. Especially when I got older, I didn't just like no, to be, I want to, to play it, go away. Dude, to be fair, that that was the only time the same. that was the one time I did not have to fight my parents to play game. Well, my I don't think my dad really cared. Uh but that was the only time I didn't have to fight them. And the only reason why I can guarantee you the only reason why is because my family loves Disney, as I'm sure a lot of people do. Um like obsessively loves Disney and so they uh, ultimately were like, Oh, that's cute. Donald and Mickey are in here. I'm like, oh, uh, uh, uh. Yeah, but, I guess. But they didn't know any of the Final Fantasy characters. <laughs> they did not know. Did they Justin might know didn't Sora. Either, though, so it's fine. Did they freak out when they saw like the final boss? Oh, uh, Ansem? Yeah. Uh n- n- I don't think so. Because like, he's well, not really like he's very Final Fantasy like Final oh yeah, boss. for sure. I mean, there's like four phases for him. Three, yeah, right? So, so it's definitely Final Fantasy. God, I hated that one. Not the. I gotta remember to beat that when I play through it again. He's easy though. Yeah, he is. He's just a little like knob thing that pops up. Especially if you like go and get the ultimate Keyblade, then like, yes, he's super which is easy. which I have the original. Uh, I don't have the first one. I'm actually gonna buy it. The original Bradley Games one, I think. Hold on. Uh, yeah. Um. So I I have the original Kingdom Hearts two strategy guide, and it's I, all the things that we are supposed to mark when you collect them all are all marked. Like every collectible I possibly could get, like I have that all signed off. So I'm gonna have to maybe do that again. <laughs> um. But yeah, those are my songs. Uh, I'm sure there are some in here that no one really cares about. Uh, not you guys, but. Um, some people are like, "Oh, that's stupid" or "That's silly," but I uh, these are really special to me. Um, it was really hard for me to find or to narrow down some of them mm-hmm. uh, because I do like that's music the hardest a lot. part. Yeah, it yeah. is definitely the, the hardest hard. part. Um, but it, these are the ones that I didn't have a hard time making a decision on. These were the ones that immediately, uh, within the first like three minutes of me thinking about, it, I was like, "Boom, boom, boom, boom." Yep, these are all um, pretty self-explanatory. So. 
Oh, yeah. Thank you for keeping it simple and clean. Oh, <laughs> in that. All great picks, Justin. All great picks. Um, pretty cool. Some really good memories there, too. So good job. Yeah, definitely. I look forward to listening to the show with having it them piped in because then I'm going to have to listen to them again. And then, <laughs> so. Yeah, there's some um, really good yeah. ones. So I, I'm really excited to put them in there. So sweet. Hopefully, we don't oh. get any seasons assist. So, yeah, it's all right. It's okay. We're not making any money yet. Give it no, time. We're not. Uh, let's move on to the off the beaten trail section <laughs> yes yes let's do so oh my god uh, uh, <laughs> why I don't guess, you guys go first I guess um, I'll, I'll go first I was gonna say Ed why don't you start us off uh, I <laughs> really want to get into this series someday and I would love yeah. to hear more about it so um, for my off the beaten trail I picked uh, the Professor Layton series and there's several games and if you can find any of them I definitely recommend picking them up because a lot of them are not cheap because you can't get them anymore. Um, A lot of the really expensive ones are for the DS specifically, Uh, but basically they're, they're kind of like mystery puzzle games. Uh, So it's, it's almost kind of like Sherlock Holmes in a way Um, you play Professor Layton, who's like known for being the best puzzle solver in the entire world, and then he's got his um his little apprentice uh, that's with him, and they kind of go around, and usually there's a general mystery, um almost kind of like a Scooby Doo type mystery where uh, people think something's going on, um but it it's really different, and Professor Layton usually kind of solves the whole mystery and will explain like how certain things happen and stuff. But I don't like want to ruin plots for each of these games, <laughs> but um, that's basically the premise of it is something happens that's extraordinary and people don't understand it. And professor Layton has to kind of figure it out and um, like solve the reason as to why this happened and what really happened where people just perceived it happen happening differently. Um, that's where I kind of think the Scooby-Doo kind of aspect comes into it. Uh, you know, like you might see something and it's a ghost, but it's actually a projection and you don't know that until somebody points it out to you, like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Warm for you, stupid kids in the meddling dog. <laughs> yeah, oh exactly. So um, there's a lot of brain teaser puzzles in that. Uh, so if if you're not good at puzzles, I don't recommend playing any of the professor Layton games <laughs> that's literally all you'll be doing is just solving like brain teaser after brain teaser um and you can kind of go around the town go around the town and talk to the the villagers and stuff um depending on what game you're in and each one of them might offer different puzzles and and as you complete those puzzles you'll get like rewards and stuff um and it like lets you unlock further further progress into the game but I just I love the artwork in the game and I just love the story in general. So it's like a graphic novel with a lot of puzzles involved. So if you find any of those, pick them up. Um I know there was one that just came out recently for the Switch, uh, but it's not really Professor Layton, it's his daughter that you play as. So um yeah. But I think there's like seven or eight Professor Layton games, and then there's a crossover with Phoenix Wright. And then there's this one that came out on the Switch. So if you find any of them, pick them up. That, that's all I'll say. I definitely want to play them. I've wanted to for a long time. I love the way it looks. 
<clears throat> and it reminds me of the old adventure games, like PC adventure games. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And you nice. do that a lot with um, the stylus on on the DS and the 3DS. Is there's hidden things in some of the um, screens that you're on. So you might find like hint coins that are hidden, and you can use those coins to help you with puzzles and stuff if you get stuck. Um, but that's interesting. That's like one of the things is you want to collect all the hint coins because you get a special reward if you collect all of them and if you don't use them as well. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Uh, yes. I'll go next, I guess. I, I can go. I've redeemed myself. You have oh, redeemed you yourself. You didn't redeem, do anything yeah. wrong. I just, <laughs> I saw what you put on there. That's not redeeming yourself. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> Justin, go for it. Uh, we got to save the best for last, so you got to go last. Oh, um, no. I think, I think Josh has to go last if we're doing best for last. That's what I'm saying. That's what, that's what, what said. I'm saying. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, oh, oh. Well, I thought you were saying you wanted to go. No, last. gosh, oh. no. So I'll, I'll take the cheap way out and uh, recommend Halo ODST. I'm not sure if I've recommended this before. I'll have to double check if I did. I don't think you have. Yeah. Sue me. Um, you, you really you don't brought sue it, me. I don't have any you money. You brought it up on like one of our top. 10 lists or whatever yes but, yeah. yeah i think so um but yeah whole, uh if you've ever uh, wanted to uh try something different but stay within the same halo uh universe i swear to god do not do halo wars or halo wars 2 but shift focus and go back to the uh some some of the older games and play halo odst because that is definitely uh uh much different in in essence in essence that you're not playing master chief uh as master chief and you are not a spartan so you're not super awesome <laughs> and you are completely vulnerable to almost everything uh and the music as i've already said is great but the the actual story is uh interesting because you're more or less investigating events that have happened to find out what has uh, occurred to a specific individual and you meet up with your crew uh throughout the process and as it's you're playing through this game you're actually playing uh in parallel to halo 3 which is even uh, more interesting. Uh, so the events that are happening in Halo 3 are essentially happening around when uh, you're playing this game. And it's it's interesting to play on the outside of uh, the typical path of Master Chief. So uh, this game had mixed reviews when it came out. I don't think a lot of people liked it because it was um, one of the last, as Josh alluded to, it was one of the last Bungie things that uh, they worked on before they left or jump ship. Um, and it, it turned out very, in my opinion, very well, uh, and brought Firefight, which is still in Halo, uh, it brought Firefight as a new, uh, game mode that really kicked off strong and continues to be a, uh, very important part of Halo now. Um, so yeah, it's, I don't, I think the only way you can play it now, if, unless you buy the disc itself, is through Halo Master Chief Collection, which has now made ODST available safely because before it was really it caused so many issues to download the version for some reason um but yeah definitely should uh try it out I don't know if it's on PC yet I don't know if they've made that available so yeah I don't remember what was the last <clears throat> release in Master Chief on the PC so Halo 4 I believe yeah yeah you're right that was the last one so so maybe I'm ODST looking forward to playing this one for sure yes definitely definitely good in the sweet Smooth jazz and piano music is awesome. <laughs> totally worth it. Reminds me of Sonic the Hedgehog. Nice. Um, 
Let's see here. So my pick is Earthbound, which is a classic Super Nintendo RPG that mixes it up a little bit. So it feels a little bit different than your typical RPG. And I think that's why I played it actually early on. I, I think I've mentioned before that during the Super Nintendo era, I played very few role-playing games. Um, I actually uh, didn't... I played mostly the mainstream, like Mario's and Zelda's and stuff like that. It w- was much later that I really got heavy into it, but this and Mario RPG were the two that were, like, my first and taught me basically how to play role-playing games. And um, Earthbound is really cool because it takes place in, like, a... Um, <clears throat> like a modern era. So there's cars and buildings and... Um, you you play the uh, Ness who can uh, use telekinetic pow- powers and like magic powers, basically, I guess I'll describe them. And uh, it's a really cool um, story about aliens and um, getting a bunch of uh, teenage kids to solve or save the world rather. And uh, I just I fell in love with it. I love the art style. I've always loved the um, pixel art of this game. And the battle system actually was really satisfying and a lot of fun to play through the different towns and all the different little nuggets of fun that were put put into this game. And um, it's not really heavy to uh, manage in any way. Like you're not, you do have several party members, but it's not a lot. Like they just level up and they get new abilities as they go and you equip them with some... um, better weapons as you go to each town but it's not anything like heavy to manage so it's a lot of fun just to play through and enjoy the story so really recommend this one it's a a blast and a little bit different than your typical old school rpg and uh just a a great game yeah i've never gotten a chance to play it's something that i've always wanted to play um i know owning the actual cartridge I think it's still pretty expensive to get. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I should point out, to play it, if you want to legally play it, please and thank you, um, grab a 3DS or a 2DS and go buy it on the eShop. Oh, okay. It's 10 bucks. So it's oh, okay. totally then, worth yeah, it. That's, yeah, that's uh, way easier and obtainable. <laughs> yeah, totally worth it, and it's gorgeous. So um, just a, a real pleasure to play. So, you know, you you can go home at any time and sleep in your bed in order to recover HP. and um, you it's interesting you get experience as you fight battles but you don't get money what happens is you you call your dad who is away on business or something and he says oh i deposited more money into your account because of you know the battles you fought um and then you can go to atms and withdraw money and and buy new <laughs> weapons and stuff and it's That's just a pleasure cool. to play so nice yeah uh it's only for the 3ds new 3ds by the way That's true i should have never said the 2ds so probably the 2ds xl will play it um, and the 3DS, the new 3DS XL and new 3DS will play it because it's Super that's, Nintendo. <laughs> that's bonkers. Yeah. But it's, it's a blast. Really love that game. 10 bucks. Totally worth it. Oh, you can get for Wii U too as well for $10. Oh yes. That cool. too. Cool. Sirs. I think at this time I'm done talking to you. I think I'm done talking uh, to you. As am I. Goodbye. 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 <laughs>